Ready. Ready. Okay. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James, along with David Martins from South Africa. Welcome to you all. This is the Voice of Christian Israel on Eurofolk Radio. Today is January 2nd, 2022. Deuces wild today. And uh, I believe, Pastor Martins, that we're going to have a very good year. I think white people all over the world are become, have had enough of being shamed and mutilated and martyred and suicided. I think our people are beginning to realize that something is very, very wrong. But they're still not quite there. They don't know about the Zagites, <laughs> a polite word for Jews, uh, that are really in charge of all of this lockdown business, international banking. Their real oppressors are, in fact, the Ashkenazi Jews of the world. And uh, until they realize that, they will continue pussyfooting around the real issues and blame the insiders, blame the deep state, etc., etc., rather than identifying the true culprits, the descendants of the Pharisees in the modern world. Yes, good evening, Pastor yeah, Eli, and yeah. good, good evening to our listeners across the globe. And uh, yes, it's so truly so, Pastor, the... Uh, white man has taken the blame for everything that has gone wrong in the in this uh, uh, the, on the globe over the past so many years. Let's uh, and and I've given some uh, very deep thought on that. When did things start turning against the whites? Mm-hmm. And I came to realize that it was around about the time just after the first Anglo-Boer War. Mm-hmm that the tide turned in favor of the Edomites. Right. Because of the, because of the way in which the history had been um, manipulated, um, the, the evidence is very clear that uh, with the taking of the Boers' diamonds and eventually gold and eventually the platinum and the chromium and the vanadium and the coal and the copper and the whatever it is, that they had managed to grab from the Boers by virtue of the fact that the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners had granted them the opportunity to do so, which is also reflected clearly in the book of Obadiah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting so. So um, it wasn't difficult to establish the time when the, the, the uh, Edomites gained a, the overhand over the house right. of Jacob. Our overlords, they became, a, they became our overlords, yes. Yes, as exactly. prophesied by Isaac, yes. 
Well, it's prophesied by, by when, when Yahweh spoke with Rebecca, when she said, what am I living for if this is uh, the case of the two in, the, in her womb? Uh, Father Yahweh said to her that there are two nations of people. Right. Two nations are in thy womb and two manner of people. In other words, two different races, two white races. And, of course, with that being... Um, she, he said to her that uh, the, uh, the, the one will be stronger than the other. Of course, Jacob was always stronger than these yes. Edomites. And then he says that the elder will serve the younger. And that is what the situation we are in today. Yes. Amen. Amen. It all points back to the prophecy made by Isaac to Esau after refusing to yes. bless him. Okay, and he said, "Take consolation, Esau. One day you will have dominion over your brother Jacob." Okay, exactly. Yeah, well, one that's of the confirmation yeah. as well. Yeah, and one of the most uh, profound prophecies in all of Scripture, totally ignored by the churches. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. in, in fact, they they are so uncomfortable with it because they have no way of interpreting it, Pastor, because it just doesn't meet their, their way of thinking. Yes, of course not. You, you see, if, you, if you're standing on feeble foundations, then, of course, um, you have no way of actually interpreting that correctly because when, when uh, uh, the nine plagues had hit Egypt, Father Yahweh said to Moses, go and say to Pharaoh, that Yeshurel is my firstborn. Mm-hmm. Not yes. Esau. Not Esau, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's very important because there's, it, it would seem as if it is a mis, uh, a, a mis uh, translation of the scriptures. But that is the way it is because Father Yahweh knows whom was the first. Right. Uh, Jacob was the first that was... Uh, um, uh, when when Isaac and Rebecca had intercourse, of course Jacob was the first that was in, inseminated, or, um, uh, or what do you call it, when when the sperm cell um, reaches the ovum. Yeah, yeah, that's inseminate. Uh, yeah, that's uh, inseminate is the correct word. Inseminated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it must have been afterwards that um, Rebecca was whether she was raped by Satan or whatever, but, but then yeah. she was impregnated by Satan and Esau came into being. That's possible, uh, although the scriptures don't really s say that. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to go there without you know positive proof. It's possible that Esau was just a bad white guy. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Also, also yeah. one, of, one of the apocryphical books actually mm -hmm. states it. Okay, actually, that's interesting. That Rebecca, it, the same thing that happened to uh, Eve in the Garden of Eden, yeah. the same thing had happened to Rebecca. Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not thumb sucking this. I, I right. have. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but it, yeah. it's very interesting. I know it's it's not part of our discussion today, but yeah. uh, just as a matter of interest, Pastor, I read some articles that. Um, um, United States have been um, in the in the in been lashed with storms, tornadoes, 
and also with uh, earthquakes. Right. Can you tell us something about that? Well, yeah, the last uh, three weeks uh, have been horrible. Three weeks to a month, uh, we've had terrible winter storms. Uh, not, not cold, although cold uh, wave is starting to move in. But yeah, tornadoes from mm. uh, from Texas to the East Coast. Uh, Maryland. D- yeah, uh, the, the worst tornadoes ever recorded in American history. Okay, and we've had a continuation Whoa. of. Uh, you know, such storms, uh, I, I believe they're all harp-induced, okay? Uh, yes, but, that's what yeah. I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're harp-induced, there's no doubt about it, because uh, they're, they're so unusual. We had a derocher, or deroche, I, I forget the exact term, 80-mile-an-hour uh, winds blowing in a straight line. And, of course, when they blow in a straight line, uh, for such great distances, uh, tornadoes develop on the perimeter of the derocher, okay? Yeah. And so, uh, but it's very rare for such straight line winds to go that far, okay? Yes. So, because uh, uh, the news reports here were saying that the storm moved uh, moved through at 80 miles an hour. <laughs> the storm itself moved through yes. at 80 miles. That's incredible. Incredible, Pastor. In yeah. fact, it seems impossible. It seems impossible, yeah, but not with yeah. not with uh, the the mod- the Tesla technology the Rothschilds have today, right? And they're using against yeah. us, right? So, absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah. So th- that's what's going on, folks. And uh, there's no doubt that this is Tesla technology, you know, used for evil purposes. Okay, as uh, and um, yeah, the six point one. Um, um, uh, earthquakes, Pastor? Uh, I don't know if they occurred here in uh, northern Northern Hemisphere or whether that was in South America. I'm aware of one, I think, in Peru, 6.1 earthquake. Uh, I haven't heard of anything else. Yeah, maybe uh, you're up to... Yeah, I don't listen to much mainstream radio and media anymore. Okay, I just turn it on briefly yeah. just to see how ba- how much they're pushing COVID, <laughs> and it's nonstop. <laughs> COVID, COVID, COVID. Get your shot. Get your shot. Yeah, th- that's all it is. It's well, nauseating. We, we, we're used to speaking about the uh, Edomite Jews as warlords, but now they have become uh, shot lords or uh, jazz yes, lords. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As I have proclaimed. For the last year and a half, World War III will be between the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers. And that's how it's shaping up. That's how it's shaping up. But, uh, yeah, so today we want to discuss a little bit Josephus because we did that long series on the Phoenicians and how the Phoenicians were primarily Israelites with presumably, and, you know, we did at least one show showing that the bankers... There were bankers among the Phoenicians, and they were definitely Canaanites, okay? So, as usual, international trade is financed by Canaanites, Edomites, otherwise known today as Jews. And the hard work, the grunt work, the sailing work is done by Israelites, okay? That's history, Uh, okay? Yeah. Apostle, just as a matter of interest, um, just prior to the show starting or uh, uh, at the, the opening, you mentioned that the world was being run by Ashkenazi Jews. In fact, um, I, I do agree with you, but initially the Ashkenazis were not known as Jews. That's right. Because they were the descendants of Ga- uh, Ham. Right. And yeah, way back when, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, uh, no yes. Japheth. Japheth, not Ham. 
the Ashkenazi um, were uh, Jeff, they had Japhetic blood, not Ham, because Japheth went to the north. You're talking about uh, uh, the, the land of the Khazars. We're talking about Khazaria, right? Is that what you're yes, getting the, at? The Khazarians, the Khazarians, well, the Khazarians were truly of the um, descendancy of Esau, but they also had with them Kays, um, the, the, the uh, um, Eskenazis. The, the Mongols, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was Mongolian blood mixed in there, right? So, but here, let me let me give you my perspective on that. The Edomite blood came through the Hittites, you know, because uh, Esau yes. married Hittite women, okay, and it That's was right. it was through Hittite territory that the rabbis of Judaism brought Judaism into the Khazaria Khazarian territory. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and one must, might as well say that is not uh, Judaism at, as it was practiced by the Israelites, but Judaism yeah, yeah. as uh, Talmudic Judaism. Right. Yeah, the word Judaism does not occur in Scripture uh, because there was no such religion. It's a later development by the Pharisees. Judaism is Pharisaism. It's not Israelite religion. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's what. Uh, uh, Bible scholars have messed up on that one too, right? Uh, they never called their, their religion Judaism. Never, not once. Okay. Uh, but but the, the um, uh, what didn't the Bible scholars mix up and what didn't they foul <laughs> up? Right, yeah. yeah, modernism. Modernism is fouled up uh, biblical teaching. That's what modernism is. Yes. And Judaism is part of it. Yeah, uh, and, uh, in many cases, the Judeo ministers have done a better job of following up the Bible even than the Edomites have, right? Because Yes, Pastor, um, I might add to that. Um, I call them uh, the, um, the Cape Dutch uh, Church, um, in Afrikaans, Church um, Rentals, um, rent, rent Ministers. <laughs> right. Because of the way in which, because in, in the way in which they they uh, propagate the dogmas of a church rather than the truth, they right. Uh, it is as if they are totally without conscience against or unto Yahweh. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we're in the last church age, the Church of Laodicea, where uh, the apathetic and the lukewarm rule. Okay. That's where we're at. And uh, the, the only passionate Christians in the world, as far as I know, are us in identity. The rest are either lukewarm well, or just way off. <laughs> right? Well, uh, I, would, I would describe the um, uh, 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 Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9 as uh, the, the present-day church as the synagogue of Satan. Oh, man, yeah, well, they have adopted uh, Judaism. 100%. They, they, they believe. They believe that Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> yeah. And that Judaism was a religion practiced by the Israel. No, the, the Israelites never practiced Judaism. There was no concept, yeah. such concept, ever among the Israelites. It's, yeah. Only modern uh, du duped Israelites, you know, the Caucasian Israelites, most of whom who don't know they're Israelites, only those people believe yeah. that nonsense. Okay. Yes. Right, and, and uh, as of late, also the uh, Messianic Jews, but still Jews. Yep. Yeah. Well, a Messianic Jew means they don't, they don't accept Jesus, 
or Yahshua, they're still waiting for the Messiah. That's what a Messianic exactly. Jew is. Yeah. But, but, but the way in which they do that, they actually acknowledge the um, uh, this. Yes, Pastor, let's go on to that. I'm, yeah, I'm eager to start on that. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They they fool the Christians by calling themselves Messianic Jews, by which Christians falsely believe that they believe in Jesus. No, they don't. You know, yeah, that that's just another Jewish deception. Yeah, but here, let's go and put the uh, ch um, into the chat room the file here, the Gutenberg.org, which is a translation of Josephus the Judahite, not Josephus the Jew. And so what I'd like to do is start in chapter 3, where it says, How David laid siege to Jerusalem, and when he had taken the city, he cast the Canaanites out of it and brought in the Jews to inhabit therein, by which it should have been translated Judahites, and brought in the Judahites to inhabit therein. Now, one, now the uh, Jebus... Yes, go ahead. Sorry, just um, the, the version that I have has a number of books mm -hmm. with uh, each, each with its own uh, chapter. Right. Can you perhaps just give me the particular book you want to Okay, well, discuss? here, uh, uh, right, well, it's... Uh, Okay, where am I? Uh, you have to scroll down to chapter 3 of, uh, let's see, which book is this? I'm not sure. I have to scroll back up to find it. And uh, uh, let me scroll all the way back up. Antiquities of the Judahites by Flavius Josephus. Uh, contents, there's a list of contents. Preface, I'm just scrolling down generally here. Uh, chapter 4 concerning the Tower of Babylon, uh, chapter 12 concerning Abimelech. Okay, oh, you know what I did? I did a search for Hiram. Uh, I, I did, uh, and it's uh, the third is instance, uh, Hiram 3 of 29. So uh, so that's quite, the, that's a third of the way down. Uh, I guess this is virtually the entire <laughs> uh, book of Josephus, uh, Antiquities of Judah. So let me just scroll down again. So if you'll do that, um, uh, Hiram, okay, <laughs> chapter 2. When David had caused the Jebusites. Right, Jebusites. And that begins there. I think it's the fourth instance of uh, uh, chapter 2. Uh, now, now I've lost it. But uh, by just doing a search on the word Hiram... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so chapter 2 of whichever book, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, this is uh, concerning the wife of Solomon, concerning his wisdom and riches, and concerning what he obtained of Hiram for the building of the temple. But it's the next one, I believe. Um, well, yeah, Jebusite. Uh, let me, uh, so let me, for, for some reason, I can't find it again. So let me go for Jebusite. And it's chapter three of which book I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, okay. Yeah, here it is, chapter three under Jebusite, but I'm not sure which book, because it's about a third of the way down. How David laid siege. Yeah, how David laid siege to Jerusalem. It's the section that you copied, and pasted to me in uh, in in the uh, chat area. Okay, of Skype. Yes. How David laid siege to Jerusalem, and when he had taken the city, he cast the Canaanites out of it and brought in the Judahites to inhabit therein. He would not have brought in Canaanites 
after casting Canaanites out, right? Okay. Now yeah. the Jebusites, who were the inhabitants of Jerusalem and were by extraction Canaanites, shut their gates and placed the blind and the lame and all their maimed persons upon the wall in a way of derision of the king and said that the very lame themselves would hinder his entrance into it. The Jews do that today by using little children as human shields. Exactly. This this they did out of contempt of his power, and as depending on the strength of their walls. David was hereby enraged, and began the siege of Jerusalem, and employed his utmost diligence, and began the siege of Jerusalem. And employed his... Remember, but this, the term Jerusalem, which means city of peace, was given to it by Melchizedek, and I guess uh, that mm. was way before the Canaanites even inhabited the territory. Continuing... Yes and employed his utmost diligence and alacrity therein, as intending by the taking of this place to demonstrate his power, and to intimidate all others that might be of the like or evil disposition towards him. So he took the lower city by force, but the citadel held out still. Whence it was that the king, knowing that the proposal of dignities and rewards would encourage the soldiers to greater actions, promised that he who would first go over the, the ditches, that were beneath the citadel and should ascend to the citadel itself and take it should have the command of the entire people conferred upon him so that they were all ambitious to ascend and thought no pains too great in order to ascend thither out of their desire of the chief command. However, Joab, the son of Zeruiah, prevented the rest and as soon as he was got up to the citadel cried out to the king and claimed the chief command. (laughs) Okay, now that's bravery, folks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, number two, when David had cast the Jebusites out of the citadel, he also rebuilt Jerusalem and named it the city of David and abode there all the time of his reign. But for the time that he reigned over the tribe of Judah only in Hebron, it was seven years and six months. Now, when he had chosen Jerusalem to be his royal city, his affairs did more and more prosper by the providence of God who took care that they should improve and be augmented. Now, that's very interesting, David, <laughs> that, uh, that he named it the city of David, but that terminology has been lost. You know, scholars don't call mm-hmm. it the city of David anymore, which, uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, was, uh, it still retains its name Jerusalem, which is very interesting. Okay, but now here we get into Hiram. Okay, so uh, uh, so that uh, Yahweh took care that uh, his his affairs should be improved and augmented. Hiram also, the king of the Tyrians, sent ambassadors to him, and made a league of mutual friendship and assistance with him. He also sent him presents, cedar trees, and mechanics, and men skillful in building and architecture that they might build him a royal palace at Jerusalem. Now, we know that the Jewish people are not skilled masons, carpenters, or anything else. They Mm. might be good at carving diamonds (laughs) and putting them on, and maybe stealing gold and casting gold. They might be good, but they're not uh, skilled laborers. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay? So these people, whatever their origin, and they... uh, were probably, they were probably Israelites, chiefly, uh, I think, of the tribe of Asher, because that is a territory that was occupied by by several tribes, including the tribe of Dan, 
way up north. Okay? So, uh, now whether Josephus mentions uh, who, uh, which tribes occupied this territory, but yeah, this is the territory that the, the northern tribes, the northernmost tribes of Israel, occupied. Okay? Now, uh, yeah, so that is uh, biblical history. So it continues. Hiram also, the king of the Tyrians, sent ambassadors and made a league of mutual friendship and assistance with him. Now, I have to insert here Deuteronomy chapter 20, where Joshua, uh, also having been instructed by Yahweh to get rid of the Canaanites, either by extermination or expulsion, he did that. He did that, and, but he did pause uh, among the Philistines and other tribes who were not Canaanite tribes to d have them declare themselves. Are you for us or against us? Or against us, yeah. Yeah, and if you are against us, uh, we will make war upon you as if you were Canaanites, <laughs> all right? And if you support mm -hmm. us against the Canaanites, you don't have to fight alongside us. Just don't hinder us, and we will make terms of peace with you. Okay, that's in Deuteronomy right. chapter 20, the, t the terms, uh, his terms of war. Back to you. Yes, and in fact, again, a repeat of what Joshua did by uh, ignoring Yahweh's uh, warning not to make any uh, covenant or... Uh, right, uh, with, with, with Canaanites. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Joshua made that mistake too, although he only did it with a small group of Canaanites, not an entire tribe, okay? And Yahweh protected that tribe because Joshua gave his word uh, in the name of Yahweh that he would no yes. he would not harass them. And uh, my understanding is that those, uh, I think they were also Jebusites. Uh, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, if it was... Jebusites, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. And yes. so, uh, yeah, now maybe all these Jebusites, it's hard to say whether these are Jebusites mentioned here are direct descendants of those Jebusites that were, let's say, pardoned by Joshua, yeah. or whether you know they had mixed with the rest of the Canaanites all, all over again, right? And okay. Uh, and of course, yeah. Saul, Saul um, disrecognized that agreement that Joshua had made, or that covenant that Joshua had made, and mm -hmm. uh, he actually killed uh, quite a number of the, those Jebusites and of course he had to pay penance because he Solomon uh, Saul did him. Saul made the mistake of attacking the Jebusites oh, course, yes. that Joshua the Joshua had pardoned yeah even yeah. though they didn't deserve it <laughs> right because they were pretending to be kinsmen of the Israelites right but yeah so uh it just shows how much uh, we are. We should not swear by the name of Yahweh unless we intend to keep our word. All right, it will come back exactly. to haunt you. Okay, so, uh, so let's continue here. Well, but uh, this reminds me of the covenant that uh, your people, the Boers, made with uh, with the Hosea people uh, just just before uh, being attacked by the Zulu. Right. Oh, that was um, uh, or Peter Tief making an, a covenant with Dungan. Oh, Peter and, Tief. Uh, of course, Peter Tief. Now, yes. was he a Boer or was he a uh, um, Cape Dutch Afrikaner? A pastor. Um, he, he was a Boer. He 
His ancestors came to South Africa as part of the French Huguenots. And the French Huguenots very closely uh, joined up with the Boers uh, on the Great Trek. Now, I'm busy with an investigation <coughs> as to exactly why did so many of the French Huguenots join up with the Boers because they had everything made for them. However, um, there was a major uh, thrush, uh, uh, thrust from the uh, French Huguenots to join up with the Boers and become part of the Great Trek, in spite of the fact that they had everything um, made for them in terms of the land that was given to them. They were not indebted to the um, in, to the Dutch uh, East Indian Company. They were uh, basically treated like royalty by the Dutch East Indian Company. Mm -hmm. And uh, then after the, um, uh, the takeover of the Cape Colony by the British, uh, they were still regarded as... Um, a major component in the Cape Colony's um, right. uh, trade mm -hmm. because of the wine that they produced. Right, right. Yet they, yet they joined up with the Boers and became part of the Great Trek and they mm -hmm. uh, participated in the establishment of the Boer Republics. Right. So I'm not, I'm still not, you're, as you say, you're doing research on whether some of these were Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Or not? Uh, yes, right. You're the still. The was def definitely he was a, a uh, descendant of the French Huguenots. Oh, however, okay. However, Pastor, and this is a very important factor in any part of history. He was he, he sold his soul to Satan by becoming a Freemason. Ooh. And that was Ooh. that was his downfall, and and also uh -huh. that of Louis Butter. Uh, yes. You know, we've spoken quite a bit about yes. much and Louis Butter. Mm -hmm. Now, Louis Butter also became a Freemason, and that was also the reason or the cause of his downfall, because that made him uh, um, a, 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 a traitor to his own people. Yes. And likewise, President Brand and President F.W. Reitz and quite a number of other uh, high-ranking Boer leaders as well because they became Freemasons they basically became uh, once you're a Freemason you become a traitor to your own people mm-hmm right well here uh, since I brought it up let's go into Deuteronomy chapter 20 <laughs> verse 1 when uh, this is a direct directed at Yahshua Joshua rather but it's the same word in yeah. Hebrew when thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seest horses and chariots and a people more than thou, be not afraid of them, for Yahweh thy Elohim is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be, when ye are come nigh unto battle, that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, and do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. For Yahweh your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies and save you, something our people have forgotten. And the, and the officers shall speak unto the people, saying, What man is there that hath built a new house and hath not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man dedicate it. So, uh, and it, uh, just talking about newlyweds, <laughs> right? Mm. Which, is, uh, which yeah. is also given in, in uh, the law at Mount Sinai. Okay? Yes. So, uh, so uh, let me scroll down. 
Okay, Deuteronomy 20, I think it starts at verse 10. When thou, when thou comest nigh unto a city to fight against it, then proclaim peace unto it. And it shall be, if it make the answer of peace, and open unto thee, then it shall be that all the people that is found therein shall be tributaries unto thee, and they shall serve thee. Okay? Yeah. They will become tributaries to Israel on a national or ethnic basis. Okay? Correct. All right? You will not enslave them and bring them into your household. That is forbidden. Okay? Yeah. All right? But as tributaries, you shall, uh, you, know, uh, you shall deal with them. Okay? Yeah. And they shall serve thee. That's verse 11. Verse 12, And if it will make no peace, that is, that city, with thee, but will make war, then shalt thou besiege it. And when Yahweh thy Elohim hath delivered it into thine hands, thou shalt smite every male thereof with the edge of the sword. But the women and the little ones and the cattle and all that is in the city, even all the spoiler of thou shalt take unto thyself, and thou shalt eat the spoil of thine enemies, which Yahweh thy Elohim hath given thee. So these people were not Canaanites. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been forbidden for them to take the women and girls. Absolutely exactly. forbidden. Okay? Well, so, and that's true of the Philistines. The Philistines were not Canaanites. They were Hamites, but not Canaanites. Back to you. Um, well, so, well uh, this basically also uh, indicates that the Jebusites were also related to the house of Jacob. Well, they claim to have been related, but, may, you know, but maybe, they, maybe their claim was true, but I, I think the, the passage where Joshua deals with them uh, it states that they were feigning this relationship. Yes, they before Joshua were feigning. Yeah, because everything they did was typically, uh, typically yeah. that which the Edomites would have done. Or That's Edomites correct. Did. That's correct. Right? Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so might, yeah, it might even be that they. Um, that they claim to be Jebusites, but they weren't, that they were Edomites. Right, exactly. Well, th that's my perspective on the subject. But nevertheless, since Joshua swore by the name of Yahweh that he would not harm them, he didn't. Okay? Yes. But when Saul violated that oath that Joshua made, which he should have been aware of, when Saul violated that oath, then Yahweh took all of, all of Saul's sons. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, so and be they careful. Had to die in, yes. They had to be killed in public. Right, right. So when we swear an oath in the name of Yahweh, we better keep it. <laughs> and and our yes. children better keep it too, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. So, oh, so back to Josephus. Again, this is chapter 2. I'm not sure which book it is. Uh, I'd have to scroll around again to find that. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, so David, he named it the city of David, and he was blessed uh, being there, okay? And, and Hiram provided him with various, um, you know, carpenters, masons, uh, skilled, skilled craftsmen of every sort. Hiram also, the king of the Tyrians, sent ambassadors to him and made a league of mutual friendship and assistance with him. This would not have happened if Hiram were a Canaanite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just by the way, Pastor, it is book 7, okay. chapter 3. All right, very good. Thank you. The, the paragraph um, is uh, 2. Paragraph book, 2. Yeah, book 7, chapter 3, paragraph 2. Thank you. All right, so 
uh, for those who don't have a search function on their computer to find us. Thank you. All right. And so uh, he also sent him presents, cedar trees and mechanics, men skillful in building and architecture, that they might build him a royal palace at Jerusalem. Now David made buildings round about the lower city. He also joined the citadel to it and made it one body. And when he had encompassed it all with walls, he appointed Joab to take care of them. It was David, therefore, who first cast the Jebusites out of Jerusalem. Okay, so now even if the Jebusites, these Jebusites were the descendants of the ones that um, Joshua made a covenant with, with uh, nevertheless, it doesn't say, well, it says he cast them out. Okay. Yeah, he didn't kill them. No, he didn't kill them. Okay. But uh, we can't be sure if these Jebusites had intermarried with other Canaanites at this point in time. So I guess David didn't stop to ask questions about that, but he cast them out. Yeah. Okay. And called it by his own name, the city of David. For under our forefather Abraham, it was called Salem, or Solimah, he says. But after that time, some say that Homer mentions it by that name of Solima, for he named the temple Solima, the temple of Solomon, right? That's probably a, a version of Solomon, according to the Hebrew language, which denotes security. Now the whole time from the warfare under Joshua, our general against the Canaanites, and from that war, and see, it's, it's proof that uh, Josephus was a Judahite, not a Jew, right? Because he's identifying the distinction between Edomites and Canaanites versus Israelites. No Jew would ever do that. They always want to uh, confuse the two. Go ahead. But, sorry, Pastor. I have it that uh, Flavius Josephus was a Greek. And I find it quite difficult to understand why a Greek would, Greek no. would have uh, the name of Flavius, which is actually right. a Latin name. Right. Well, it's actually the case, uh, if you read before, if you have the complete works of Josephus, uh, he has an autobiography. And, his autobi and in his autobiography, he states that he is of the royal family of David and uh, of also the priestly caste of Judah. So he fully mm -hmm. asserts that he is a Judahite in his own autobiography. This is not a often quoted work. Okay. So just go ahead, if you have a complete works of Josephus, or just type in the autobiography of Josephus, which is probably something we should do on the air, uh, you know, we'll yes. get the clear picture of who... Now, he was a general in the Roman army, however. Okay? Yes. All right? Uh, so he had to uh, choose his words carefully not to offend the Roman gods. <laughs> right? So yeah. when he mentions Yahshua, he says, who is reputed to be the son of God, right? He doesn't come out and say yeah. it. He says he had to be careful, otherwise he would have lost his head too, right? So you yeah. have to always be aware of the politics of the day to understand secular literature. Obviously, the Bible is very straightforward, warts and all, uh, sins and all, and it just tells the truth as it happened, okay? Exactly. Right, okay. So... Getting back to uh, Solima, which is obviously a name, uh, well, it's a version of Salem, but I think it also incorporates Solomon, the name of Solomon, because it was hence mm -hmm. after Solomon was named, uh, called the Temple of Solomon. 
Now the whole time from the warfare under Joshua are general against the Canaanites, and from, from that war in which he overcame them, he distributed the land among the Hebrews, nor could the Israelites ever cast out the Canaanites out of Jerusalem until this time when David took it by siege. Very good. Okay, so he's providing some really excellent history here. So the Canaanites were not completely expelled out of uh, the city called Jerusalem until David finally took it over uh, lock, stock, and barrel. This whole time was 515 years. Okay. So the Israelites, from the entrance of Joshua into Canaan land, the Israelites had been making war against the Canaanites for 515 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a long time, folks. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's nearly as long as the, um, the, the, Christ, the, the Christian wars against the Christians in uh, Europe. Yeah. How long has it been since the uh, Boer people have been fighting against the uh, Cape Dutch Afrikaner Canaanites? Well, Pastor, the, uh, the Boers have been so blinded by um, the, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners that they didn't know that the, uh, the, the Cape Dutch as Edomites have uh, instigated right. and uh, right. uh, um, organized every war that the, Boer, the Boers has been involved with, including the First and the Second World War. R right. Well, and, and just like Joshua, who was fooled by the Jebusites, the Boers were fooled by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners and began to make leagues with them. Exactly. Right. To this day, they still do yeah. So, so when did the Boer people enter Cape uh, Cape Town? The Cape. Three hundred sixty-four year? years ago, past. Okay, so we haven't quite reached five hundred fifteen years. <laughs> All right. okay, we, we, we cannot hold it that long. <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid not. Right, we better cut yes. that time short, folks, and it will be cut short. All right, but. The, the Great Awakening must happen. The Great Awakening must happen. More of uh, the uh, Anglo-Saxon people must realize that they are Israelites. Uh, we have to have a minimum of 144,000 to uh, yeah. you know, pr uh, bring about the government, predicted in the book of Revelation. Yeah. Exactly. But, but we want to have more Israelites uh, surrounding us. We don't want to be uh, just 144,000. We want millions. We want millions of Israelites coming into the kingdom on whatever terms Yahweh uh, gives them. Okay. So now, exactly. uh, paragraph three. I shall now make mention of Arauna, or Arauna, Arauna, who was a wealthy Arauna. man. Yeah, who was a wealthy man among the Jebusites, but was not slain by David in the siege of Jerusalem because of the goodwill he bore to the Hebrews and a particular benignity of affection which he had to the king himself. Now, this would be a continuation of, uh, as we talked about previously, that when uh, Joshua made this oath in the name of Yahweh, he was good to them and they did not bother the Israelites. They did not, yeah. they did not make war against the Israelites. However, they did occupy the citadel, and he did, but he did not kill them all. So, uh, you know, it's unclear in the previous, uh, the first uh, paragraph here, uh, who was a real Jebusite, uh, uh, pardoned by Joshua, and who wasn't. Okay, but nevertheless, now whether these uh, Jebusites are feigning affection with David, <laughs> how often has that happened in history? Yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, uh, but. Uh, 
and I think many of those became oh, uh, Nethinim, which was the, the, the scribes attached to the house of Israel who were not Israelites. Okay, some of these Jebusites may have done that as well. Okay. Well, well, well they, they were Talmudic uh, in any case, Pastor, because the, uh, the Messiah actually uh, mentioned on quite a number of occasions that they were adhering to the, um, uh, the teachings of the old people, and that is exactly right. what the Talmud is. It's, it's a teachings right. perversion. Of the, well, the perversion of the old, the old people. Yes, um, and and one should also make clear that the Messiah never made a harsh uh, uh, reference to the the old people of the house of Jacob as mm -hmm. such, because um, right. he had a lot of respect for the old people of the house of Jacob. However, yeah. the the old people that he had no reference or that he had no uh, tolerance for were the uh, old people as referred to in the Talmud. Uh, though the, the, the word Talmud does not appear in Scripture, it's very clear that these Edomite Pharisees always made use of the teachings of the Talmud as the teachings of their old people. Yes. <laughs> uh, Doc Waterman says. Doc Waterman says he, he put uh, posts a link to the works of Josephus and many other books. So um, I'm sure the autobiography of Josephus will be found in there okay all right so getting back yeah. to uh, this is the Gutenberg library okay and so uh, now David married other wives so he just makes quick mention that the Jebusites there was still a an oath of peace whether that was a fractured peace or real goodwill you know uh, our best advice is if you suspect someone's a Canaanite then don't deal with that person. Just avoid any dealings with that person. We, we have to reestablish our kingdom. We have to demonstrate to Yahweh that we're intent on reestablishing the kingdom separate from all other peoples. And uh, those of us who do demonstrate that will get into the kingdom. Okay? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In, in fact, um, uh, it is also clear, clearly written so in um, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30. Okay. Very good. The, the humbling, the humbling of the people, right? Uh, of Yahweh's people. Yes. Yeah. And, and second, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, when my people humble themselves, uh, then uh, they, Second Chronicles, Chronicles. Uh, fourteen seven. Yeah, or seven fourteen. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, folks. Uh, you know, un until my people humble themselves before me, they will suffer tremendously. <laughs> to paraphrase it, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So I will. Uh, so then I will now make mention of Arawana, or Arayuna, who was a wealthy man among the Jebusites, but was not slain by David in the siege of Jerusalem because of the goodwill he bore to the Hebrews and a particular benignity and affection which he had for the king himself, I think that uh, Arayuna had for David, which I shall take more seasonable opportunity to speak of a little afterwards. Now David married other wives over and above those which he had before. He had also concubines. The sons of whom he had were in number eleven. Those names were Ammon or Amnon, Emnos, Eben, Nathan, Solomon, Jeban, Elian, Falna, Enophan, Jene, Eliphael, and a daughter, Tamar. Okay, so the only two that we really remember, because both of them bore Davidic fruit in, uh, Jude in Judah, 
namely Mary and Joseph. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> Those two bloodlines came together. Yeah. I, I, I find it interesting that um, he mentions that David also had 11 sons. Mm -hmm. uh, Tamar we know about, but um, the others, yeah. we and, and Solomon, of course, we know about, but the others right. we don't know about. Well, he would have had 12, just like Jacob, had he not... But the 12th one was born, still born. Yeah, why? Because he murdered... Um, the uh, husband of um, yeah, Bathsheba. Bathsheba, who was, in my opinion, uh, not a Hittite by race, but a Hittite probably. He was the captain of the guard in Hittite territory. Okay, Whatever the case yeah. may be, uh, he simply he murdered her because he lusted after Bathsheba. Okay. You mean he murdered him? Him. Oh, oh uh, did I say yes. her? Yeah. Her he, husband. Yeah, right. Her husband is what <laughs> I meant to say. Right. And uh, but they never consummated the marriage, from what I can gather. Okay. Uh, the uh, the the Hittite uh, was a consummate warrior, and not interested in bearing children. Apparently. Okay. And so, uh, but nevertheless, David should not have done that. Okay. Yeah. David should not have done that. Maybe he was a Jebusite. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I know it's a little convoluted, folks, but that's what the scriptures say. All right, okay. Nine of these were born to of legitimate wives, but the two last named of concubines and Tamar had the same mother with Absalom. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. Okay. So, chapter four, that when David had conquered the Philistines, who made war against him at Jerusalem, he removed the ark to Jerusalem and had a mind to build a temple. Now, again, he was not ordered to exterminate the Philistines because they were not Canaanites. All right? They were a Hamitic people who uh, were, were a constant provocation against the Israelites, but they were not Canaanites. There was no order given by Yahweh to exterminate the Philistines. Okay? Yeah. When the Philistines understood that David was made king of the Hebrews, they made war against him at Jerusalem. And when they had seized upon that valley, which was called the Valley of the Giants, because there, yeah, there were giants in those days, folks. <laughs> and as a place not far from the city, they pitched their camp therein. But the king of the Judahites, who never did, never permitted himself to do anything without prophecy. And the command of God, and without depending on him as security for the time to come, bade the high priest to foretell to him what was the will of God, and what would be the event of this battle. And when he foretold that he should gain the victory and the dominion, he led out his army against the Philistines. And when the battle was joined, he came himself behind and fell upon the enemy on the sudden, and slew some of them, and put the rest to flight. Okay? Never in the history of Israel's campaigns against the Canaanites, did they ever fully exterminate them? And yeah. Numbers 33, 55 says, unless you fully exterminate or drive them completely out so that they can never reorganize against you, they will be yeah. pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side. Okay? And yeah. that's what they have been. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they've increased the numbers to the extent where they today dominating the world. Yeah. West, east and west. Right. North and south. Yeah. Well, they're masters of commerce. That's yeah. what they are. Yeah. 
and our people have simply uh, not realized uh, that that's what they are. Yeah, because the, the false claim, the greatest fraud in all of history, <laughs> that the Jews are Israel, right, uh, has has befuddled the entire world. The entire world. Well, they definitely befuddled uh, President Paul Kruger because he was every move he made was in, ah. in, in favor of the Jews that he uh, befriended or that befriended them. Yes. And the very same Jews that he befriended and uh, uh, that had patronized him mm -hmm. um, were the ones that also created the um, conditions for the total demise of the Boer as a nation. Right. And also the, the um, hijacking of the Boer republics. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. So whenever we trust a Canaanite, this is what happens. Okay? Exactly. Uh, our people have never learned this lesson. So now jumping down to chapter 4. Now Solomon sent for an artificer out of Tyre whose name was Hiram. He was by birth of the tribe of Naphtali. There you go, folks. He was an mm. Israelite. He was an Israelite. Okay. So it was Naphtali, Asher, and Dan who were the three northernmost tribes and also I think half the tribe of Manasseh uh, on the uh, western side of the uh, river. To, not, the, not the Nile. That <laughs> uh, was the river. Jordan. The Jordan River. Jordan. Yeah. And uh, so um, there were a lot of Israelites up there. So it's, it's proof that the Israelites occupied Tyre in its entirety. Okay? Yeah. This was before there ever was a land called Phoenicia. Yeah. Okay? Because, uh, because he, n namely uh, the author of this history, is not a Jew. He's a Judahite. Okay? Again, people simply mistake Jews for Israelites, and they shouldn't do that. Okay, I always have to keep the difference in the racial composition of these tribes separate. They're enemies. They're enemies. They're enemies. How can you say use the same word, namely Jew, to describe enemies? <laughs> right? Blood enemies. Yeah. You know, blood enemies from Cain on down. Okay? So th this yeah. shows that the Bible that uses the word tr Jew to translate the word Judah or Judahite is an awful translation. Well, it's a total atrocity, Paul. Yes, it's an atrocity. Just as the killing of white people by Jews throughout history is an atrocity, but our people never learn. They yeah. keep on trusting our worst enemies. Why? Yeah. Well, Yahshua said, beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah. And our uh, people... Beware of the... Um, yeah. The... the um, um, see the uh, leaven of, of the, the Pharisees. Pharisees, yeah, and of the leaven of the Herod. Amen, amen. Smooth talking Canaanites with with wads of money. Yeah, right. Th that's the problem our, our race can never seem to overcome. Smooth talking Canaanites with wads of money. Well, guess what? Canaanites with wads of money rule the, the COVID fiasco. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but the sad thing is, Pastor, about this whole COVID thing is that 
they are signing treaties, these Edomites are signing treaties wherein which the countries, all the countries of the world are being so indebted to these Edomite Jews that they will never be able to get out of this debt. Mm -hmm. so they are, That's right. They are actually selling their total future. I um, There's a video floating around of an Indian woman that actually reveals the agreement between the Brazilian government and Pfizer and yeah. the way in which um, the details shall never be made known, etc. But the outcome of that is a total, total handover of the whole of Brazil. I can only imagine that is the reason why in South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa is jumping to attention every time Bill mm -hmm. Gates uh, eases off gas. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we cannot we cannot forget the racial distinction between us and the Edomites and the Canaanites, because it does go all the way back to Genesis three fifteen. The Bible clearly differentiates these two bloodlines one from another, starting in in actually in chapter three, where it's declared that uh, uh, may also be part of four. Where uh, oh, actually it's chapter five. Uh, the descendants of Cain are given in chapter four, but the descendants of Seth are given in chapter five, where it says that Adam bore Seth, who was in Adam's image. Okay. Yeah. He resembled Adam very, very, because he was natural very, son. Yeah. Very clearly, Cain did not resemble Adam's image. That's correct. Now, Bertrand Camperet says because he had a big old hook nose. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I think it's a little more uh, complicated than that, right? Because that word yeah. mark, the mark of Cain, that could be a symbol. Uh, you know, it, it could be a signet. It could be a tattoo, right? There is what's called uh, uh, the mark of Cain as a reference to a, a very similar to the marking of a, a, a black widow spider, which has a red, uh, it's shaped like an hourglass, a red mark yeah. on its abdomen, okay? This is, yeah, and, and Brother Abraham said, their fruits are their mark. <laughs> by, their, by their fruits shall you know them, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but modern Judeos, they, they don't care about what people, they, they forgive everybody no matter how evil they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And today some of, some of them look like us, but yeah. very, they most become, of them, yeah. They become so malignant, Pastor, that... Oh, uh, yeah. And and the the um, very thing of of the Edomites is that they have the ability to actually camouflage their own identity to such a degree, and to assimilate uh, the the um, character and the um, likeness of the, the those on which they intend to parasite upon. Yes, yes, and so, but, but historically, the differences between the Edomites and the Israelites is very stark. The Edomites being roughly a foot shorter than the average Israelite, and Jews are shorter than us today, so certainly by about yeah. six inches or more, right? And but because of intermixing with us and marrying white women, some of their offspring are taller, but they are mixed breeds. They are they are not the, your old-fashioned Canaanites and Ashkenazim. Yeah, they smell awful too. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, we'll have to pick this up next week because uh, Josephus 
gives us the racial breakdown in no uncertain words, except for the false translation of the word Judah and Judahite as Jew. Jew. Right. Okay? Yes. Very good. Excellent. All right, Brother David, thank you. Take care, everybody. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. You're going to need it. Yahweh bless. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh.